Good morning and welcome to 5-Minute Spirituality. My name is Rhonda Mills and I'm recording from the Deer Creek Sanctuary in Pike Creek, Texas. Good morning and I hope that you're ready for this series of teachings because this is one of the most powerful things I have taught through the years. It's called conscious language. It was introduced to me about maybe 30 years ago. And when I first started studying conscious language, I had a mental understanding of it, but I wasn't really uh, implementing it in my life as well as I should have. Had I been doing it from the very beginning, I have a belief that my life would have been slightly different. But then again, the lessons that I've learned through life would not have happened. But I would like to introduce this powerful, powerful teaching to you. And I want to give credit to Robert Tennyson Stevens, who lives in, in the North Carolina area, I believe now. And he has introduced it through a, through a book called Conscious Language, The Logos of Now. And he, he has a belief system, and actually I agree with it, that we're in a stage of upgrading ourselves. And when the Piscean Age came in, we were actually, with Christ's consciousness, working on that for the last 2,000 years. Now we have that awareness that we have evolved. We need to take that Christ consciousness to a whole new level in our co-creation process. And so I believe that conscious language is one of those tools. Conscious language works directly with spiritual law. I mean, when you study spiritual law, you have this awareness of how you're working with it, uh, whether creating a negative environment or a positive environment, you're still working with it with spiritual law. And because consciousness shapes our reality and our words and our thoughts create our reality, I look at words and I have this belief that every word and thought that we have is a form of a prayer. And if we are sending that out into the universe as a prayer and we have an awareness of how sacred our words and thoughts are, we become more conscious of the way we speak to each other, to the world, and how we walk in the world with our thoughts even as deeply as a, a negative statement. And we may not think of it as negative because of our training, our culture, the way we've been brought up, we don't think of it as a negative thing. But the truth of the matter is, is that it's co-creating a lower vibration and manifesting that lower vibration in your life. There have been so many different things that I've talked to you guys about. There's the silver method and, and there of mind uh, creating a mindset, and then there's also all these other tapes that do subliminal messaging. There's so many people. There's Kelly Howe, there's Alexander uh, and Jake Ducey. They do so many different kinds of trying to to uh, to change the way and transform the way we think and the way that we become and present ourselves in the world, and therefore creating what we really truly desire. And conscious language, in my mind, is one of those things that takes it to another level. How many times in your language are you creating lack without even realizing it? Lack is, is a terminology that we don't normally think of, but it is. It's a consciousness of lack by using the terms I want or I can't, maybe. We're creating an energy of lack and therefore creating a void in our lives that needs to be filled. And it's going to fill it with negative things because that's what it hears, because it says I can't. It says I want. And it's always never filled because of those particular words. I'm just using those two words as an example. There are so many other ones. The word trying, I use a lot and I change change every once in a while. I try to transform my thoughts, but I still have my language in it. And I catch myself when I say it and I change it to the word attempt. Because trying means that you're not really putting a lot of energy into it. 
and attempting is changes the energy and the thought process that attempting puts an effort into it rather than trying. I realize it seems like a small thing, but when you start looking at it from a different point of view, you'll understand later on down the line, hopefully, what I'm trying to say. Then when people do, do not have certain things show up in their lives because they don't have the consciousness of how they're co-creating, they try to blame it on something else. Is it is it fate? Was it something beyond my reach? Was it something out of the scope of the power of God? Or maybe God didn't want me to have that. And the truth of the matter is, is that the co-creator process with the divine wants us to have everything that we say. He said it in prayer. He says, ask and you shall receive. But what the key is, is how are you asking? And that's where conscious language comes in. We can explore a whole new possibility if we have simply to hear the way we speak, and that becomes our thought process. And if we attempt and accept the reality that we're creating, then we have the choices of how to co-create differently and therefore create a reality that is more to our liking and more to our inheritance, our genetic and DNA inheritance based on scripture. Now, I'm not going to get into a lot of scriptures because some people are turned off by that. They think it's too religious. But the truth of the matter is the scriptural, scriptural reality gave us the tools and we just simply didn't have the training or the understanding of the evolutionary process to understand what we were being taught uh, in the ancient scriptures. It says, ask and you shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. How simple is that? Ask. Simply ask. Don't beg. Don't plead. Ask. Be very clear in what you're trying to manifest and what you're asking for, and you will receive it. There's also a divine timing, of course, involved with all this. But basically what I'm talking about is the language itself. By simple shift in the language, we can shift our consciousness and experience our dreams as a reality rather than a wish. Wish is emptiness. Wishes don't have any kind of substance to them. They're like a daydream. Uh, they, they don't exist on a tangible level. And so you when you start having these awareness and, and, you, and you start making conscious choices in your language and conscious choices with your thoughts, then you'll feel like you have more of an awareness of why your world is what it is. If we attempt to do this, then we can make everything a, a decree. And what you need to know is the definition of decree is law. And by saying something spoken with authority and conviction, it will manifest. It will. And if you if you truly, truly have that understanding then getting what you need or having what you need and having those things that you are dreaming of in your life will become more profound and you'll and it will discolor and change the hues of the gray the gray areas in your life and they'll become colorful almost as colorful as a rainbow in your choices um, I presented this material through the years to many, many students throughout the years. It's one of the classes that I teach from the very beginning when I have a new student come into my life. This is one of the first requirements they have is taking a conscious language course, whether it be from me or from someone online that has the training of conscious language. I really, really do attempt to start them with this basic training first because if they have the understanding of how they think they manifest, it will start changing their lives from a very 
from a very, very different perspective. And the things that they're choosing to have in their life will be very, very different. Um, I'm going to start this series in a little bit different way. Uh, next week or in the next two weeks, I'm doing this every two week series. And I'm going to suggest that if you want to follow this series and you really want to get into the depth of it, the book called Conscious Language, the Logos of Now can be downloaded on a Kindle or you can order it in hardback. It's by Robert Tennyson Stevens. And he is an extremely uh, intelligent man. I've met him. He, he's a really neat guy. And he really does walk and believe the way he speaks. And I have a belief that when he presented this material, some people were ready for it and some people weren't. But now I think everyone should have this and everybody could be co-creating a whole new world for themselves. And if we begin at the microcosmic level of ourselves, then we can co-create on a larger level. And as a result, we can create a whole new world if we choose to. Thank you for listening for this beginning introduction and part one of Conscious Language. I hope you'll continue to listen in two weeks. Please leave your comments on Five Minute Spirituality, the group on Facebook. I will respond. every. I check this every day. I respond. And if you have a prayer request, please remember that we are always doing prayer every day here at Deer Creek Sanctuary, holding those in their thoughts and their prayers for their dreams to come true their healing, whatever is necessary. There is no request too small or too big for the power of language and the power of prayer. Have a great weekend, and I hope to hear from you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye.